Venture X card from Capital One gives you premium travel benefits. Perfect for seeing Taylor Swift The Eras Tour. Presented by Capital One. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and ten times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, Next Generation Baltimore Sports Talk. I am your Indian Center host, Matt Soroka. As always, I'm joined by the button lover, Josh Soroka. Hey, Matt. I'm enjoying the the waves of this season. It's all ups, and it gets a little higher, gets exciting, then comes down to earth a little bit, but still always positive. I feel huh. like every other episode, we go back and forth, whether we're excited or not. Because it's just been that type of weird season. You know, we last week, a little down, struggled with Detroit, kind of put the season away. Then you play really well against the Astros. Take two of four and opportunities to win all four. It gets me really excited for the future. I'm over here this entire time with that intro thinking you're going to make some connection to being upset that they were doing the wave in close games against the Astros. But no, this is not oh, you. I thought you were going to go all old man on me, complaining about uh, waves of the season. And the waves of the season should be on the field, not in the stands or something. I'll I I stick by that, too. Yeah, no, you're right. The wave was definitely inappropriate this weekend. Yeah, I think it's always appropriate, the wave. But, but hey, you know what? How does it make you feel, Josh, that now Gunnar Henderson has a higher war than Rugnet Odor? And Gunnar Henderson has been here for a couple of weeks, and Odor has been here all season. Yeah, how's it well, make you feel? Uh, if I was to defend Odor, I would say small sample size. Mm-hmm. But I'm watching the games and I'm seeing how great of a player Gunnar Henderson is, and I feel like there was hype for Gunnar Henderson, but I think he deserved even more hype. Well, like, there wasn't a lot of time. Wasn't like he in- was the number one prospect, but it wasn't a lot of time to hype him up because. Adley was like number one overall pick. So right. Adley was hyped from his draft day. That's not yes. true with Gunner. Gunner was just hyped recently over the past year or so. Right. Um, and only from those of us who are paying attention, not right. like not, not, not national media did, did not know who, who Gunner Henderson was. No, but he deserves all the praise. Gunner Henderson has been a spark plug in this. In he this. wasn't very good against the Astros. I don't about? think he had a hit that whole series. Did he not? Did he struggle then? He, he struck out a lot of fastballs up in the zone. I don't think he had a hit. Hey, what do you think Lamar Jackson's war would be? Every Lamar time Jackson, I do that, Lamar hey, Jackson I think Harry Carey. Hey, hey, if you were a hot dog, would you eat yourself? No. Uh, Lamar but, Jackson's having a perfectly fine year. You think he would have a pretty good war, right? Uh, defensively, struggle. It would be a rough war defensively. Offensively, you, high war. No, war he's like he's like Shohei Otani type war, right? Because he gets war stats for the, his running and war stats for his um throwing. So he kind of gets double war. That's why he's the uh the MVP. All right, I see what you're doing there. I'm pulling up Henderson this weekend. Yeah, listen, well, I yeah, agree. Henderson's gonna be fine. He's a good player. I was just talking about he has a bit higher war than 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 Odor, but he had a, a buff, a tough week, but that that happens to everybody. Uh, I'm excited. It seems like now later in the season two, 
Kyle Stowers got to start tonight. He, I think Kyle Stowers get more playing time. Yeah. You're right. No no hits this weekend with Houston. He got one walk. He got seven strikeouts, four of them specifically on Sunday. Sunday yeah. was a really rough out. Not as a pitcher, as the hitter. Out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. to clarify. But how, but how about our starting pitching against that Astros series? Yeah, I mean, especially pitching, especially the, the first two games that series. It's uh, well, yeah. and the day before Houston. Who did we play before Houston? Detroit. Detroit with Jordan Lyles. Yeah, to have those three games in a row of like almost complete games. Yeah, I, this is this team's enough to confuse you a little bit, right? Because we're talking about free agent signings. You know, you want to add a starting pitcher, and then I said, "Think, wait a minute." If Jordan Lyles throws it against against Detroit, if Dean Kramer is good. If Kyle Bradish is kind of elite, like he's been the second half of the year, Josh, last week we did uh, one through 10 future with the Orioles going yeah. forward. Yeah. Uh, the, position players. We, we yeah. can hit the, the pitchers the, the, this week and talk about the pitchers. It's a really confusing week to do the pitchers because yeah. let's say like it gives well, we you, only got a couple weeks left. And and so my guy's going to have some, confu- some confusing decisions to make here. Well, after this Astros series, I'm like, man, if this team could sneak in. That wild card series is only three games. We got three legit pitchers that can pitch it. Yeah. The yeah, yeah, I have confidence in who what pitcher do you have the most confidence in right now to pitch uh if you needed a one a, to win one game? Who are you throwing out there if everyone's on, uh, on rest? Probably Jordan Laos. You really? I think that's the most insane answer right. I've ever heard. Who are you going with? Jordan Laos probably the last guy to go with. Um Both? No, no, I'm going with Cobb Where are you going? I'm oh, going with Kyle I, I'll go with Kyle Bradish. I think Bradish. second I'll half of the season, he's, he's been our best pitcher. I'll go with Kyle Bradish. All right. I could do I could see that. Um Kyle Bradish is one of those guys that like I see what he's doing, but I'm still always gonna be concerned about and worried about maybe not trusting uh well, he, I mean here's Kyle Bradish's stats real quick. First half of the season, right? So comparing first half and second half. So Sama, first half through 10 games. ERA of over seven, right? right. Again, ERA of 7.38. Un- untrustworthy. Second half, his ERA in 11 games. So I don't think 11 games is that small of a sample size. 11 starts. He has an ERA of, an ERA of 2.67. Um, he's only given up five home runs in the second half. In the first half, in less innings, he gave up 11 home runs. So he's not giving up the home runs as much. Um, he's walking less, uh, obviously less hits. So he's just been, he's been great the second half. Yeah. I guess it was that the Lyles has been, Lyles has been Lyles the entire season. He's that mid four pitcher and he's just been, he's been that guy. Now he was that guy at the beginning of the season, the last seven games he's in the fours. It's, he's just that guy. So I guess, no, he's been, he's been an important piece of this team. I, I put him there like oh, oh in the same category, maybe a little bit better, but but kind of in the same category as Rugnet Odor, um, providing better le- leadership, yeah, um, just kind of being kind of consistently there, consistently average, and uh, to below average, and for this year he's been a nice little piece to kind of get us through this weird year, um, in this transition year that's gone a lot better than we thought it would, so. So yeah, I'm I'm glad for his work this year. Yeah, I don't, I don't need to. I mean, we'll get to the zero to tens and whatever for yeah. these guys. Yeah, but there's not one. We haven't seen our star pitchers yet for the future. Yeah, that it's that a bunch Houston, of doors. Yeah, I agree. That 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 Houston series though, Josh, that was a wild series. And you're right. This has been a roller coaster. When you when you get when you lose to uh, you know those games to Detroit when you lose to Boston when you lose we, we to Detroit it was done. Um, yeah. and and then just that series to Detroit you thought okay that's a season and then all of a sudden Seattle struggles the Rays struggle and they wait a minute and then you win the first two two games at Houston or not at Houston but in Baltimore against Houston and then, and then all, all of a sudden that you went from being out to being in I mean people on Twitter who declare the Orioles be out of the playoffs or in the playoffs. It must be exhausting for you people to keep on declaring whether they're in the playoffs or out of the playoffs. Poor guys. Yeah. All right. Uh, what's, the, what's the declaration right now? According to Fangraphs, we have a 0.3% chance. It's less that than 1%. We're in it. That means a we're in it. A third of a percent chance of, of yeah. Until it's a zero, we're in it. 
Yeah, so I'm not declaring we're out of it. Why would someone, I don't understand why people do this. Why wouldn't me as an Oral fan declare the season over before it's over? Like I, I, right. I, I want to watch, I want to be engaged. I want to root for the miracle story. Um, I'm I, not, I'm not like getting my hopes up that we're going to win the World Series or anything. I'm not delusional, but I'm also like not throwing in the towel, right? I'm not, not doing a Bobby Nightingale and and throwing it in 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 the in the towel. Like we are still mathematically in it. I'm still scoreboard watching. I'm still into the Orioles game. Like I'm I'm there. And and if you have thrown in the towel, you say it's over. Fine, go home. Get ready for next right. season. Talk about free agency all you want. But I'm still in on this season. No, I'm still in on this season. It is September 25th. No, 26th. Today's 26th. We might get into October and still have Oriole games that matter. Yeah, and still be mathematically in it. This has been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a long, long time. Yeah. So, yeah, it's exciting. And that that Houston series, those last two games, I mean, we – I mean, we can be upset about him because we had legitimate opportunities to win both those games. Sunday's game came down um, to a pitch. Yeah. Two strikes. And it should have been, and he threw a stupid splitter when he should have thrown the fastball. Yeah. He throws a fastball. Batista throws with Tucker. He throws a fastball to Tucker. That game's over, and we win that game. Yeah. Whatever. Was Batista yeah. left in there a little too long? I don't so think he was left in there too long. Years. I just think he threw on the wrong pitch. Yeah, one um, mistake. I, and I also see you. You figure you. I mean, there, there's a reason. Oh, and and don't that, forget your boy, yeah. your boy on Sunday, Rugnet Odor. Yeah. Who watched his right hit? Yeah, but he watched his hit. Where if he would have ran, he would have been further along on the bases and would have scored. Yeah, there. And then McKenna made a base run error. There, there was just some funky base running happened in that game too. And that's which, the game. Uh, that's the game where if you want to have fun looking at looking at a box score. Look at that game and the lineup manipulation that uh, that Brandon Hyde was doing throughout that game. Yeah, that's just, a yeah. fun, managed like your life depends on it game. Yeah, and that's why I mean, there's a reason why closers don't throw two innings, right? Like you're asking, you I want mean, him, sometimes you think, oh, you have a great pitcher, let him throw two innings, let him throw three innings, but there's no, but a reason you don't. And he thrives on that pit on that point of go out there and just throw the ball hard and get off the off the mound. Yeah. Don't try to trick him out with a splitter because you're only there for one inning. When you leave them in there too long, they try to put different pitches out there. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I mean, and and you could tell the whole eve, the whole time he was struggling the location, um, and that happens. But again, I would argue if you're struggling with location, I mean, your splitter is devastating when it's breaking out of the strike zone. Yep. But if it's better to miss with a 99 or 100 mile per hour fastball. In the middle, than to miss with your hanging splitter in the middle. But whatever, I'll 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 let it go. A fastball strikeout to end the game is always exciting. Yeah, yeah, they because a splitter. Here's what happens on a splitter: the guy swings, and then Adley's got to pick the ball up off the ground and tag him, and it's not so eventful. A fastball, it's either the guy doesn't swing because you get it there so fast, or he swings and misses, and it's just excitement. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not disagreeing with you, and then. So that was what was that the the that was the Saturday game right? No, that was Sunday, right? No, oh, so Saturday. That was Saturday. You're right. That was yeah. Saturday because Sunday then went into extras. Yeah, Sunday was the wild game that went into extras that we had again. I think base loaded at one point. Opportunities to 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 win that game. Yeah, um, both in regular innings and extra innings. It's just, but again, just really fun, entertaining games. The Astros are a great team, a great bullpen. Um, and we went toe to toe with them, so that's um, hopefully is is going forward kind of bodes well for us. It it does, it does, it makes you, it definitely it makes me though, and I'm sure it makes you too. Say what if, what if we played good against the bad teams? We're so close, four games out, so close. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't make me say what if that much. I mean, good teams lose to bad teams all the time. How many times have the Orioles been a bad team and gone right. and won two two out of three against the Yankees of or something course. against a, uh, a good team? Like, it happens all the time. Um, the fact is, over 162 games, I mean, it's interesting, right, that one game can feel so important in the midst of 162 games where they all kind of right. count the same. And so I think over the course of 162 two games, the better teams for the most part um, make it into the playoffs, right? Like yeah. you can't, you can't and fool anybody. You can fool someone for a series. You can't fool them for 162 games. 
Well, and our frustration about this team being good, but just not great, is exactly what you see over that 162 games. We're at, we're 80. We're at 80 wins, right? 79 wins, something like that? 79 wins. 79, we're, we're, yeah. We're right there in the middle. We're a 500 ball club. That's exciting. We haven't been a 500 ball club in a while. But it's also like 500 is uh, little things go your way, you're up. Little things go against you, you're down. You're you're right there on the cusp. Josh, do you know where we are offensively in Major League Baseball for runs scored? Um, How we rank? I do not know. It's 15th out of 30 teams, right in the middle. Josh, do you know where we rank as far as team pitching, ERA, how much runs we give up? How many? 15th, right in the (laughs) middle. middle. Right Right in the middle. We are 15th in pitching. 15th and hitting that's that's and we are a 500 baseball team that's where we are we need to get better um but i mean compared to where we're supposed to be this year it's pretty unbelievable and so even when i watch the houston series i get mad and frustrated um we can debate you know manager hyde's bullpen decisions i thought nothing was egregious there was a couple things i disagreed with but but not but nothing egregious but at at, but at, 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 at at the end of the day like our our talent on our team, kind of we are who we think we are. Right. We are what a record says we are, but, and we're just going to get better from here. But we, but like I said, it's September twenty sixth, and our games matter. You know how many teams games still matter for in the American League? Um, I, about half. <laughs> no, it's not half. There are six teams already eliminated. Right. There is Minnesota's elimination number is one. The Chicago White Sox elimination number is three. The Orioles is seven. Right. Everyone else is already is is not having an elimination number. Right. They're in the playoffs. Seven yeah. is huge because there's only about what ten games left. Yeah. So yeah, no. So I mean, if you're if you look at some of the teams, Boston Red Sox. That they're eliminated. Oh. Huge disappointment. They're supposed to be a lot better. Um, I said on here at the beginning of the year, though, the Orioles would have a better record than the Red Sox. Yeah, I um, think I did as well. The um, the White Sox, huge di- disappointment. There's a manager fiasco over there going on there. Um, the Twins are disappointment. The Angels, of course, every year, huge disappointment. The Texas Rangers, they invested so much money to get better this year. They Put tons of money in the free agency. We're 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 better than them. So all these teams that were supposed to be good, the Detroit Tigers are supposed to be two years ahead of us on the rebuild. Yeah, and and they kicked our butts. But well, overall, yeah. it's standing sixty wins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's I mean this this is hard. I mean, it's hard. Sports are hard, and it's just we got to enjoy this season. I mean, I think about this to, to make the comparison to the Ravens. I lose my mind with people who criticize John Harbaugh. Like you just don't understand how hard it is to be consistently good. Like even these other teams who have built good rosters, they don't win all the time. It's so hard to be consistently good. Um, And the Ravens have been consistently good for so long. I think sometimes Raven fans are spoiled, but you would think Raven fans are also Orioles fans. So they would appreciate how hard it is to be good in sports and be good consistently. Um, But hopefully – yeah, this is the beginning. I mean, I, I, I anticipate like I don't want to ever see a record below five hundred again. Like I'm done. I'm done finishing below five hundred. We've seen our nice? last time finishing below five hundred. I mean, at least so, for a while, I would hope. Yeah. Yeah, forever. Yeah, I mean, if you do the rebuild proper, um, well, who knows? Once the Angelos family sells it and they move to Nashville, maybe. Yeah. Well, that. I don't know how it's going to work if the Nats are already there. Are there going to be two teams in Nashville? Can Nashville and the, support and two teams? Are the, are the Nationals rumored to go to the Nashville Nationals? Well, I don't know. But the Nationals seem to be in They're a more dire way. situation than the Orioles are right now. Well, and Oakland and Tampa. There's yeah. A, yeah, I think the Orioles are okay, despite what you read yeah. on Facebook. Well, especially now when you have these young prospects and our future is bright. Yep. Um, yeah, I think. Definitely in a very good place. Do you want to get to some of these uh, pitchers? 
Yeah, you want to focus on the pitchers? Why not? Let's talk sure, about sure. Why not? Um, so, and again, we'll, we'll go how the game works is I'm going to name a pitcher. You're going to give me a rank one through 10. It's not just for next year. It's like um, next year and the year after. Like, Are they part of the ongoing future or are they just kind of pit stops? Um, okay. Let's start alphabetically, but also a guy, Josh, who interestingly, it looks like his season just came to an end. Um, of course, I'm talking about Keegan Aiken, who actually has had a much improved year this year. I feel like Keegan Aiken yeah. has been with the Orioles forever. Um, but this year had one of the one, one of the better years of his career. ERA of 3.40. I think he was like fifth in baseball for innings pitch from a reliever. Um, so just kind of a work a workhorse for the Orioles this year. And yeah, the best year of his major career. Where does Keegan Aiken fit in the future? <laughs> I feel like the the pitcher the pitcher segment of this is going to be um, a little boring because I feel like everyone's around that five to six mark, and I'm okay. going to put Keegan Aiken at a six. I don't know how his contract is right now, um, but I don't see him as a guy you're necessarily trading. I feel like he's a guy that's sticking around. And maybe there's a spot for him in the bullpen this year, next year. I'm going to go six. Yeah, he's a lefty. Um, I don't know how expensive he gets. You're right. The rest, the um, contract thing has been – this is, I think, is will be his fourth year next year in the majors. So I don't know when he starts hitting those arbitration years. Um, and so I think they, they're not going to want to pay him money because I think his job is replaceable. But he's had right. a really nice year this year. And I think – listen, if he got that much better this year, I think – and he throws a ton of strikes. I think they're hoping to build off it. I have no reason to believe that the guy who led kind of the Orioles in inning relief appearances is going to be on the outs next year. So, yeah, I would say going forward in the future, definitely next year, the next two years, three years. Yeah, I think I think a six is a good number. Uh, what about Brian Baker? I uh, Four. He, his, well, again, I, I don't know the control of some of these pitchers. Uh, Baker's still pre-arbitration. So, again, right. I feel like anyone that's pre-arbitration instantly goes above a five because they're going to give them a shot because they can always store them down in triple A. Uh, so I'm going to go with a seven for Baker. Yeah, I mean, I think Baker's been much aligned. I mean, maligned this year for some of his appearances in clutch spots. Um, but I, I do think, like, I think he's replaceable if you got a better arm, but I think he's still a solid arm in, in the bullpen. All right, so yeah, I, I would say I would give him a five. Nah, hey, I'm leaning five. Yeah, five. I think he's like good, but if someone better came along, we would move on. What about Mike Bauman? Mike Bauman. Um, now he's an interesting guy. I'll go first. Mike Bauman. He's yeah, go ahead. Guy, he's another pre-arb. Yeah, he he's a guy that's tricky old. Actually, he's twenty-seven year, years old, still looking to kind of make his mark he's been used mostly as a as a starter in the minors but then when he's gotten to the majors he's done a little bit of starting but most like this year has two starts but mostly out of the bullpen i think they foresee him probably as a bullpen arm um a, a good fastball um yeah i would say i think he could be a really good bullpen arm but more consistency is needed. I would, and he's 27. It's older, older than I thought. I would have guessed right. like 25, 26. So I'm going to go five. Yeah, I would go six. Again, the pre-arbitration leans towards giving him a shot in spring. But, yeah. I mean, but we've got a lot of arms here. Yeah, and I think all the arms, Josh, I think all the arms, almost all of them are pre-arb. Um, yeah, except what, for means. Right. Um, what about Felix Batista? <laughs> he's a 10. Yeah, Batista's here next year. He has anyone had a coming out season pitching as much as Felix Batista as they not only announced him as the closer but gave him his own uh, intro and everything that will not work for another guy like that is the Felix Batista intro. Yeah, and a year have, ago start off at single A. Yeah, it's been yeah, a, a, can't me, a meteoric rise for him. Key yeah. and Aiken come out to to the Omar whistle and lights. Doesn't yeah, work. You I need agree. Intimidating. He's a 10. Kyle Bradish. Kyle Bradish is at 8. There's no reason to move on for Kyle Bradish. He's having a great season. Um, 
still pre-arbitration. So keep using him. Yeah, he, he has a high upside, too. I think his stuff is really good. He came over in the Dylan Bundy trade. That could look more and more like a steal if Cobb Radish turns into how good he can be. But, I I mean, I think his ceiling, he could be, you know, a, a top-of-the-rotation arm for us, you know, two or three for us, which would be kind of fantastic. And so, yeah, I would put Cobb Radish as an eight. He's still, I'm with you. You said at the beginning of the segment, I'm still with you. Like, he still needs to provide more consistency. Like, I want to see him do this over the course of a year what he's done the second half of the season. Um, but yeah, I put him as like an eight. All right, let's skip. I'm skipping some players to, you know, just we'll, we'll make their rounds on the uh, waiver wire all off season. Let's go to DL Hall. What do you think the future is for DL Hall? If Cobb Radish is an eight, what's DL, <laughs> DL Hall? DL Hall is a 10. He's on this think team. So? He's, he's in the Orioles organization. Wild next thing. Year. He's got to get it a little bit together with control. But I think the plan is he'll be in Baltimore in the spring. Yeah, I've been they saying send him it, to the right doctor, get that control. Yeah, I mean, do what they did with Batista or whatever. I, I've been saying this for 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 two years. There is no one more important, in my opinion. I still think it's true to the future of this organization than DL Hall. <laughs> wait, wait, no, no, no. You got to explain that one. Why? Why is DL Hall the most important guy? Well, because, I mean, you might say like Adley or something. Those players we know are going to be great. The DL Hall wild card, right, is what makes them so important. Where you need a rotation of five really good arms. We know Grayson Rodriguez, we don't know. We're, we're, we're confident that Grayson Rodriguez can, can be a, one of those guys. We're confident that John Means can be one of those guys. DL Hall, I would argue, a lot of, not I would argue, a lot of people have said, DL Hall has better stuff than Grace Rodriguez. That there's no one in the organization with better stuff than DL Hall, and he's yeah, a lefty. But, yeah. Oh, so are you talking about DL Hall or Tanner Scott? I'm talking about DL Hall, Josh. <laughs> you used to say the same thing about Tanner Scott, and he never got it together. Yeah. Well, well Tanner Scott was never a starter. DL Hall has is is a starter. Okay, starter potential. And if, gotcha. if DL Hall can work out as a starter and can reach his ceiling and be a top rotation starter, this changes everything. I mean, all of a sudden, you you don't even need to sign a free agent pitcher because we can get it all yeah. in-house, right? Now, there's no way it. to know, so we should sign a free agent pitcher because there's no way to know if D.L. Hall work out like that. Um, and based on what we've seen, we, we still very much don't know. But D.L. Hall could be a good bullpen arm, or he could be a great starting pitcher. And if he turns out to be, you know, I don't want to say Chris Sale, but if he turns out to be a great lefty starting pitcher, um, all of a sudden, that's a game changer for us because you can add another elite arm to to Cobb Radish and to John Means and Grayson Rodriguez. If you want to throw Tyler Wells or whomever in there as well, but but no one else in that in in all the pitchers we have in organization had an arm like DL Hall. And if he can figure it out as a starter, boom! I mean, that's it's it's to make a huge difference for this organization. I just don't know, but yeah, whether it's a bullpen arm. Or a starter arm, we're not going to give up on DL Hall very quickly. So yeah, I would put it as a nine. A nine, yeah, I, that's perfectly fine. I don't really know the difference between a nine and a ten. Like DL Hall is not going anywhere. I guess there's possibility. I guess a nine makes more sense because there's the possibility that you put him in for a big trade when you bring in Shohei Otani. Oh, uh, that's not why I put him nine. I put him nine because like, what if he can never figure out? How to throw strikes consistently? That right, then he won't be. They'll move on from him. Right, he'll, he'll get the um, the the <laughs> Hunter Harvey treatment. I'll end up with the Nationals. <laughs> poor, poor Hunter. Yeah, um, but I think this has been a huge year for DL Hall in the sense that he hasn't gotten hurt. He's stayed healthy um, the entire year. So in that sense, I think it's been a really good year for DL Hall, and I, I'm looking forward to him coming back next year. And with some work sense. in the offseason. Right, Dean Kramer. That? I like Dean Kramer. I like I like what we've been seeing from Dean Kramer. Um, I'm going to go with a six because I don't think he deserves any higher than a six. I don't think he's going anywhere, but I don't think he is a top guy. Like, you're not, you're not going to hear me probably give anyone else a nine or a ten. So I'm going with six for Kramer. Just over middle of the road. Yeah. I mean, if you look at his last six starts, 
You have an ERA of 2.25. He's only given up 11 runs in 44 innings. I mean, he's been really good recently. Of course, a lot of that is because he shut out the Astros, giving up no runs in nine innings, throwing a complete game. Um, How's it it if you take that away? Yes, it's not as good. I mean, over the course of the season, still, I mean, you're surprised. ERA of 3.07. Over the season, like that's a good ERA. That's great, yeah, yeah. He's only twenty six. He doesn't have like the blow you away stuff that these other guys have, but he's good. He's good, man. I, I know, and he's a guy. An interesting story, right? He he came back in the Manny Machado trade, and he could make the Manny Machado trade actually look okay, look not like a disaster, um, if he can actually work out. But remember, he was really good two years ago. Then last year, he's one of the worst pitchers on our team. Then this year, he seems to find his form again. And so hopefully this is him figuring it out. Yeah, so, I, you know, the star rotation gets crowded. Can he move to the bullpen? Next year, I think he's going to be in the starting rotation. But he's got to keep on pitching well if he wants to stay there. Um, what number? You said six? Seven? Yeah, six. Six. I'm giving a six. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would say I would say seven. I think it's going to be as a starter, but if that doesn't work out for some reason, I think he could move to the bullpen. But yeah, I, I think seven. Um, John Means is he a ten for you, Josh? I don't even know why we're talking about John Means. He's 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 obviously a ten. I'm going to give John Means a ten. When you get to Grayson Rodriguez, he's a ten too. If you're going to bring him into this, these guys aren't on the current team, but they're tens. They're part of the future. They're part of the future rotation, and they're part of the top half of the rotation all right question with john means is when does he come back well it, it's when and isn't also a little bit of like his health when he does come back is he as effective as, as he once was i don't know it's tommy john a lot of people come back stronger okay the yeah, other thing I'm about him is you know he's making more i mean listen to this this is crazy arbitration um, like he doesn't play this year, he'll get a big raise next year because <laughs> that's how it works. Right, because of arbitration. Uh, yeah, um, but he's going to be a free agent in 2025, Josh. So he only has, what, next year and the year after, and then he's going to become a free agent. So only two more years. Um, that's fine. That, get, that gets us a uh, World Series and then some. Yeah, because there's at least one. Uh, all right, all right. Um, what about Jordan Lyles? We talked about him a little bit before. Um, even I don't think we see him here in five years, Josh, but even no, next but, year, he has an $11 million option. Do you think the Orioles get him next year for the $11 million option? I don't think so. I like Jordan Lyles, but I feel like you're going to sign a big-name pitcher. You're going to put Grayson in here. You're going to put the L Hall in the rotation. You're going to get John Means back. Even if Means isn't coming back until June, $11 million is a lot of money for Jordan Lyles. Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Yeah. So I'm going to uh, go I mean, four. Okay. Four. Um, on the one hand, $11 million for like a fourth arm rotation guy is, but, I don't think it's terrible. No, but you have, but when you have other guys that can probably do the same job as a fourth pitcher. Right. Yeah. That's where I'm at. Where, well, I'd rather have Dean Kramer, who not only, you know, I think is better than Jordan Lyles, he's also making no money, or even an Austin Voth. Like I might have rather have them. Um, than Jordan Lyles and also be cheaper. And you're right. Where I'm at is like, I don't, 
I'm at the point where, and I've changed, I've, I've changed my, I've gone back and forth a little bit with Jordan Lyles because he is that veteran leader. He's an innings eater, but no, like I don't care about eating innings next year. No. I don't care about freaking veteran leadership next year. I, I, I want talented baseball players. And the key is for this offseason is quanti- quality over quantity. Right. I don't want five free agent signings. I want two. I don't well, want if, you're, if if you sign two pitchers, if you find two guys in the rotation, you then have John Means, Grayson Rodriguez, D.L. Hall, and you're full. And you still got to take into account Kyle Bradish, Dean Kramer, Tyler Wells, <laughs> Tyler Wells, Austin Volth, some of these Spencer other guys. Watkins. Right. Yeah. That I can't see an eleven million dollar arm when you have these other guys that are one million dollar arms. Yeah, and, and if you were to tell me, hey, listen. Like you could take the eleven million dollars and maybe instead of offering some dude twenty million a year, now I can offer him thirty-one million dollars a year. I'd rather have that elite pitcher over Jordan Lyles. Right. I, I I appreciate. Thank you for your service, Jordan Lyles. But um, we we are moving on. We are moving on to better pitchers. Not 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 only that, but like even if we just signed one free agent pitcher, which I think we should sign one. Right. At the trade There's deadline, still lots of options for that fifth hole. Yep, at the trade deadline, we're going to add another starting pitcher trade deadline. I'll tell you right now, trade deadline, we're adding another starting pitcher. Um, and so Jordan Law is not going to hang on that long. Um, and so I think it's like I feel the same with, way with Odor. Thank you for your yeah. service. Like we are moving on, though. If you're not a great player, you're not on the team. Like we we're, we can do better than Jordan Lyles. And you're right. But, we can also do better and cheaper than Jordan Lyles, to be honest. But these guys – have like Jordan Lyles have shown enough that another team will pick him up no problem. Yeah, there, yeah. Listen, a, it's hard to find five starters. players. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. If I'm the Nationals, if I'm some other team, like just need to get innings and I need a leader. Yeah, I'm right. picking up Jordan Lyles. You better believe it. Um, and yeah, he he did great for us, and we're just time time to move on. Um, speaking of, I just mentioned him. When a, let's uh, let's get past these bullpen arms. Is Dylan Tate a 10 for you? Yeah, Dylan Tate's a 10. Dylan Tate's the the setup guy, yeah. Dylan Tate's yeah. a 10. Yeah, yeah. I think everything he's done this year is proven. I mean, I, he's a good story, too. I think he was drafted by the Yankees, um, and then he was like a number one first-round pick, was a starter, then converted to a bullpen guy, as, if my memory serves, serves me correct. Um, and then it's finally kind of figured it out. Oh, I'm sorry. He was originally drafted with Texas back in the day um, in 2015, 2015, a long time ago. And so, but this has been a good, a good kind of story for him. I think he came here in the Zach Britton trade, but a good kind of resurrecting of his career into, into a really right. good baseball player when it could have been done for him. Um, let's see. Nick Vespi. Does he have a future here? Um. No, unless you hide him in Norfolk. He's not going to be in your bullpen. He's not going to be in your rotation next year. So I have no care about Nick Vespi. Yeah, I think best case scenario is a situation for, for Nick Vespi, his best case scenario. Norfolk shuttle. Yeah, is to be used like it was this year, Norfolk sh- shuttle. Um, Austin Voth? I like Voth. I think Voth could definitely be part of the bullpen next year. So I'm going to say yes. Both is a seven. Yep. I mean, he's a guy. He's a guy you can throw out there for spring training. Try to give him a, a spot the starter. If for whatever reason he could hold injuries. over, right? He could hold over in the rotation until Means is ready. Yep. Then you move him to the pen. Yeah, but I yeah I agree with you. I think he can be an effective pen arm as well. Um, yep. So I I agree with you. I, yeah, I put him. I put him as yeah, I think a six is a good number. Uh Spencer Watkins. <laughs> Very similar. Uh and he just came up what? Uh Tyler when Tyler Wells got hurt, Watkins just came up and took his yeah. spot. Um a six. Again, a guy that it's like, eh, he's a decent guy. I just feel like we don't have much room left for him. He's a Norfolk shuttle guy. Yeah, I agree. I think this year he's been really good. Um, I mean, ERA 4.37, which I think is the best you can expect from a guy like Spencer Watkins. Um, 
So, yeah, I think it's good to have depth at Norfolk. And to me, he's he's a depth piece. And if he's starting more than, you know, five games next year, something has gone wrong. Um, I would put him as like a three, maybe a two. Okay, you're putting that way low for next year or for total. You don't think he's part of the future? Even for next year. I, I mean, I think we're going to add another starting pitcher. If you add Grace Rodriguez, I think Spencer Watkins, if you list all those guys, Wells, Kramer, you know, all the guys we're talking about, to me, starters, Spencer Watkins is the last guy on that list. So it's just a numbers game where I think he's there's not going to be room for him. Um, and if we see him, it's going to be because of injuries. Tyler Wells, um, ending uh, the year on the on the DL. Yeah. A, um, a seven. I don't think he's part of this rotation, but I think he could easily be part of this bullpen next year. I like Tyler Wells. Um, wasn't Didn't he just come off Tommy John last year or two years ago? Two years ago, so like Was it two know. years? So I feel like he's straight just getting into this of like a full healthy season. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's been two years. And last well, I don't, year I don't even season. know. I don't, I don't know his time of John history, but his history with the Orioles is he was a rule five guy. We used him in the bullpen a couple years ago. Right. And then this year we convert him to a starter, but we're watching his innings limit, um, you know, because of that. Right. And I think so. I think, yeah, I'm giving him a seven. I think mm, the occasional spot start and a bullpen guy. I like that for him. Yeah. yeah I mean, he was really good in the back end of the bullpen um, a couple years ago. And then out of need, they moved him to starter. It might be interesting out of need to move him back to the bullpen because I think he would probably be an upgrade from some of the bullpen arms we have in there now. I so, mean, yeah, I, I agree uh, yeah. with you that he has the flexibility of being a starter or a bullpen arm depending He's on He's a nice middle relief guy. Yeah. Well, even okay. I mean, a couple years ago, he was even back end. Like, I think you could even play okay. him out there at the back end. Like I yeah. would. Like, like bring in your best stuff. Yeah. I mean, not Dylan Tate, but maybe where you're bringing a Joey Crable um, or even a Brian Baker. Like maybe he's that guy next year or in two years. I could see that. So yeah, yeah, I'll put him. I would put him at an eight actually. All right, because I think maybe a five as a starter, but overall as an eight. Last yeah, guy on I, the list. I don't know if you had any thoughts about this guy, Bruce Zimmerman. Kind of an up and down. I feel like up and down Orioles career. He's currently <laughs> in the minors for us. Yeah, um, he's shown um, spurts of being really good. Do we does anyone he's like a, Bruce Zimmerman a, or is he just a local kid? He's a local kid, which we like. He's a lefty, which is good, I guess. Yeah. But uh who was the uh who was the Orioles player that guys loved because he was from Pigtown? Oh, um the catcher. Um Caleb Joseph. No. No, no, it wasn't Caleb Joseph. Was it Clevenger? Steve Clevenger? It was Clevenger, Steve Clevenger. Maybe. Okay, yeah. I don't know. But not that great a guy, but Oriole fans really liked a uh, local guy. So um, I'm going to go with a two. I don't think he has it. I think he um, – it was Clevenger. I think he had great stuff. It looked like last year. I think this year he didn't get anything together that looked any good. He's been in the minors all season, right, most – did he have any time up? Yeah. Um, I don't know. One start, page maybe, up, but maybe one start this season? Really? No, I thought he had a handful of starts. I can I can pull it up, but I thought he had a handful of starts. I don't know. But um, nothing. He didn't really put anything together because, this season. Yeah. So, let's see. All right. September 5th, July 3rd, and June 15th. 565. Okay. I don't know, 599 ERA for the season. Yeah. Mm. Don't care about Bruce Zimmerman. Okay. Um, I don't know. Maybe he's... Yeah. yeah. All right. No, he's pitched more. He did pitch regular in May and June. He pitched in 15 games for the Orioles this year. Yeah. So. And I think he was he was... Now, again, my memory serves me correct. He was good in the beginning of the year um, and then struggled and yeah, um, May and obviously was demoted for it. Yeah, no, May, he had an ERA in the uh, 
low threes, and then it went up every month since, and ended in five ninety nine. So yeah, I don't know. I just don't. I feel like he's had opportunities and he doesn't do anything. So I've kind of written him off. I've yeah. never been a Zimmerman guy, but I've really written him off this year. Okay. Okay, and I think that's that's fine and and that's fair. I mean, his stuff is not overwhelming. Like he's kind of what we call it the crafty lefty. And so, yeah, if I'm making that list, actually, I'd take it back. Spencer Watkins not on the bottom of my list. I would put Spencer Watkins maybe right above Bruce Zimmerman. So Bruce Zimmerman's is there. And if I gave Spencer Watkins oh. like a two, I guess I got to give Bruce Zimmerman a two as well. <laughs> I think there's, I don't know, where, where's Joey Crable for you? Did Dan talk about Joey Crable? I don't think we talked about Crable. Uh, maybe I skipped over him. I see, I also skipped over see and Perez. We can talk about him too. Oh yeah. I don't know. I yeah, because he was one of those guys who falls into. I will put Joy Joy Crable as as a six, I guess. Yeah, maybe, and that's no, where I was thinking. Maybe a five or four. I was putting him at a, at a five. He could go either way. I like him when I see him, but then I also I don't trust him. That seems to cause issues. You know, I don't trust him either, actually. Yeah, I'm going three. I'm going three because going three. as drop. we get good. from six to three. Yeah, I'm a three now. And I might be, you might be able to convince me of two. Just because as we get better, Josh, two things are going to happen. We already mentioned it. Guys like Tyler Wells and Austin both are going to push themselves into the bullpen because we got other right. talented players come to our starters, which is going to yes. push bullpen guys out of here who are unneeded. I also yep. think... Like we're gonna either trade for or sign a bullpen arm, aren't we? Right. This offseason. Yeah, and that's gonna push things around. Yeah, like we're not going, we're not gonna Michael Elias is not gonna make a playoff hunt with these guys that are not reliable in the bullpen. No, which means everyone that's in our rotation is possible bullpen arms if they're still right. on this team next year. Right. Um and and so yeah, and so you add all those factors. Who are kind of the going to draw the short straw? Um, there's there's three guys I think that I would say are safe in our bullpen, and that Batista, would be Batista, Tate, Tate and Perez, who we haven't Perez. talked about yet. Yeah, that back end, that back end trio, I think they're pretty safe. The rest of the spots in the bullpen are questionable. Yeah, not because. Well, it's a bunch of crap, but we have a bunch of okay guys, a bunch of back end rotation guys. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think Michael Elias can find these guys almost anywhere. Like the all, I mean, Crable Baker, the areas, they're just waiver wire pickups. And, and so I think you can, right. You know, you can try it out for a while if it does. I mean, we know how consistent relief our inconsistent relievers are to year to year. So I see possible that they bring him back next year, and if it's not happening, you know, they're they're out of here. You look for another fit, whether it's you know moving a guy from the rotation or, or do it in house. I mean, there is. If you look at our our prospect top prospects, there is a dearth of pitching. You have yes. Hall and you know um, Grace Rodriguez. Outside of that, there's really no one in the top thirty. Who is above Double A? There, there's no one in Triple A. There's no top thirty prospect pitcher in Triple A, um, and so pitching, I don't think, is going to be coming internally outside of Rodriguez and Hall at least next year. Maybe the year after, we have some good pitchers in Single A and and just making their way to Double A like uh, Povich and um, McDermott. But but yeah, so yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think. There's a lot of fives and sixes in there. Um, hopefully, the Orioles will sign guys, will sign a starter um, because, you know, they need it's to. Good, it's good, to, it's to. good to elevate the talent all around. And listen, yeah. I love Spencer Watkins. Fun to watch him pitch. Good story. Glad he made a career. Glad he made some money these past two years. Great story for him. Career my, my, my minor leaguer finally made, made some good money. But when we get really good, you know, just like Jordan Lyles, thank you for your service. We're moving on to to more talented, 
better players. That's that's where we are. That that that's part about kind of whatever Michael Elias said, liftoff or whatever crap he said. That, that's <laughs> yeah, part have, of the deal. We have lift getting off better players. Time. Yeah, it's lift off from here. Yeah, lift off from here. Thank you for your service. Oh, no, I got to jot that down. That's the name of today's show. You've used it like seven times. You said thank you for your service. And yeah, as we know. evaluate, it's a good description of this year's pitchers. Yeah, I mean, and players who have helped us to make a transition. Guys like Bruno Odor, guys like Austin Hayes. You served well. Now we're going to go get better players. <laughs> you, right, you served well. Thank you for your time. Yeah. Now either go to the bench or go to Norfolk. Or go find another team. Because we're going to bring in someone better. We better bring in someone better. All right. This is the big off season, though. But we it still got to. I'm not. I'm not moving on the no, off season yet. We still got right. to finish. We're, we have rated our players last week and this week, but we still got at least one more podcast while we're still in it. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll we'll talk, and then we'll give a play of time with the free agency talk. No, we got we got some interviews scheduled for the off season. Yeah, planned. We've Maybe some parenting talk. I got an issue with my kid now. What am I bringing up a podcast? Oh, parenting talk. Yeah, uh, I'm just, not sure. I just I just throw this out to you real quick, Josh. Yeah. So we Silas is a little addicted to the video games. A little five year old um, game addict. You know, yeah. There's a little of that going on here too. Yeah. So what we I did understand. is we we banned video games during the week so i can only play on the weekends okay um however he's found a little how, bit of loophole well how does that work for you oh it's fine you can play when they go to bed yeah i mean i can play yeah i can play when they go to bed i do like Have you i like caught? to play with him so like i enjoy playing too so right. it's a little bit annoying that i can't play with them right um has you gotten caught yet during the week like him come out of his bed and catch you playing playing playstation no, no. It'll usually catch him watching the Orioles game if he catches me anything, and then okay. he wants to stay up and watch the Orioles game. Um, oh, I do those at the same time often. Oh, yeah. The Orioles game and the PlayStation. Yeah, I don't got that set up quite yet. Um, but now, like, we like to go to the library. The library is, like, my favorite place to go with the kids, just relaxing, peaceful. Kids play. I can chill. I, I love the library. I got but, a library card this week. Oh, yeah? Congratulations. Yeah, I went to the library. Oh, look at you. I'm, and by library, there's no library near us. So like a RV pulls up and it's a bookmobile. There's no library near you? Where, no, where like, do you live? It's like 25 there's minutes no, away. Really? So, the, so you go on the website and you, sorry to derail your library talk, but you no. go on the website and you check what books you want and then they bring them to you in the bookmobile. That's so weird. I have six libraries within 25 minutes of me. I have one. That, well, maybe two, but I don't know where any of them are. Yeah. And... um. We'll get to it. I started reading too this week, last week, whenever. We haven't talked in a while. Oh, yeah, we'll do some book talks later. We haven't done any book talk, but I haven't read in months or years. I've been okay. the Audible guy, yeah. and I bought myself a Kindle a couple of weeks ago, and I now read every day. Oh, you actually like read actual I read actual words. books. Yeah, like words. Yeah, I'm yeah. growing up. Yeah. So, all right, you take you go to the library. Yeah, and just and but he goes to the library. And now he just goes right to the computer and plays video games on the computer at the library. Oh, he's playing the system. Yeah, he found a, he loophole, found a loophole in the system. So I'm like, I mean, they're educational games because that's all they have on the library computers. Like, it doesn't just go to the internet. Like, they have a like pre-programmed like educational games on there. <laughs> yeah, I, I know he's that. not going to like porn on the internet. I well, understand. No, like he's not going to. To like, I wasn't going there, Josh, but I was going to like some. Well, I think there's a problem Minecraft, with people at the not Minecraft, but whatever games people play online. I don't know. What game is he addicted to at home? Is it still Mario Kart or Cars? He'll go or back and forth. Home? He'll go back and forth. Right now, the thing is, is 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 Cars, Cars, and the baseball game, Cars and MLB the show. All right, um, MLB the show retro mode, and then Cars. Yep. I just set up his own account. So now he has to go and get all the, you know, you have all these objectives you have to achieve. Yeah, to unlock it. Unlock. And so now he's going on his own account. So he's like right. getting all these objectives unlocked. I'm kind of so, hooked on Fall Guys myself. And I, Fall I can't guys. stop playing that one. Yeah. Like the little fat chubby people that run around? Yeah, that was just a free to download. And I just I free downloaded it. And I, I haven't played it, it, but I, I've seen the kids play it. 
Yeah. I am a Call of Duty Madden Fortnite guy. Okay. You should try Fortnite. It's free. And all all the kids play it. So I play it with the kids. I know all the kids play it. All right. I'll try it. Yeah. All right. Ready to get out of here? Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, Go ahead. The Oriole games should start back up any minute now. This is good time, and we should good do time this every time. The rain, every time there's a, only only record during rain delays. Yeah, we should work that out. We could you know, have done this yesterday too. We had, I was I was expecting some off-topic conversation today. I am in the midst of hurricane prep. Oh, really? As in, as in I ain't doing any prep, but everybody around me is panicking about this hurricane coming this week. I didn't even know. I'm reading an intense book right now called The Displacements about a hurricane that hits Miami and wipes it out. So, yeah. but but uh. Which I highly recommend, by the way. But no, no, I didn't realize even there was a hurricane happening. Oh, there's this a, is embarrassing there's on my part. tropical storm that's supposed to turn into a hurricane out in the Gulf or something and hit Tampa and come across to Jacksonville. When's it supposed to hit? Friday. To the oh, point my. that like, I had like work things canceled and schools are sending emails because down here, you don't get snow days. You get hurricane days. Where Josh, you should take it seriously. Hurricanes hurricane. are getting bigger and bigger. That's right. Do you have adequate preparation? Do you have enough toilet paper? How's your bread I, supply? All right. <laughs> See, now we're going on all types of tangents. I don't like to go to the grocery store. So I use Instacart. Okay. But I use Instacart. There's two ways I use Instacart. There's Instacart from Costco because they deliver it for free. And there's Instacart from Publix, which is free if you pick it up. Okay. So I use those two things. Here's the problem. Why would <laughs> any smuck go in, in the grocery store and muddle around with everybody else when they could just bring it to you? Exactly. Especially when... I'm 42 years old. My grocery, my grocery shopping is the exact same thing every time. Yeah, now, I did go to Trader Joe's yesterday, uh, but I don't count Trader Joe's as grocery shopping. Yeah, no, that's, that's a, whole a different, different type of thing. Yeah. Anyway, I said, "Hey, there's a hurricane coming. I should get." I Florida water tastes horrible. I always get a bunch of bottled water, but yeah, let me double my death. order. <laughs> let me double my order. I do not. I I have a bunch of liquid death here right now. But yeah. that's because they sponsored the film study podcast. I got like, you see the cases behind me? Yeah, I thought that was hurricane prep. No, that's not hurricane prep. That is podcast okay. sponsorship, free free water. But I said, let's do some hurricane prep. Let's order some bottled water. And I went on Instacart and they said they didn't have any. This was on, this was on Saturday hmm. for a hurricane that's supposed to hit like Friday or Saturday. So I got to go actually go to the grocery store and try to find some bottled water. Like this peasant. Week. Isn't like it ironic? Peasant. That it's you know hurricane brings all this rain and, and there's a lot of everyone yeah. behind all the water. It's just yeah, so much it ironic is. about that. Yeah. All right. Oh yeah, Alanis Morissette. Go ahead. All right. I'm, I'm not gonna bring up the song right now. If you want me to bring up the other song, ironic stuff in there. No, no. I'll I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. So next week, I can give you the update on the hurricane. If 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 we still have a show next week, do we need to cancel? Are you gonna have electricity? You're gonna have power. I have no idea. I don't know how this stuff works. Okay. I know I know FPL sent me an email saying in the event of a power outage, we'll is work this, our best to get you back. Is this your first hurricane? Uh three years ago there was a hurricane and I left and went to Tampa. And then it missed us and didn't hit anything. Okay. So um, but I'm not going anywhere. I'm gonna hunker down. Um been doing a ton of work around the house, not for the hurricane, but just like fixing up the condo, getting ready for some guests next week. Okay. Well, if you download and read the displacements, you would get in your car and pack up and leave this moment. If you read that is, book, is the displacements good? Yeah, I think it's really good. Who's it by? I have no idea. It's it was written this year. It's a new book. All right, I'll check. I'll take a look. I'm right now reading the Fireballer by the. Um, did you get your copy of Fireballer yet? No, still waiting for it. Really. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll give you my copy if uh, if it hasn't arrived by next weekend. And there's a new but, Stephen King novel out there. I'm, I'm oh, it, it's on my Kindle. It's, it's on, on my Kindle. Kindle. Right. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's on my fantasy, fantasy or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on my Kindle. I got okay. it. Okay. It's on, Fire... I'm on the waiting list of the library for it. All right. Fireballer is Mark Stevens. It's a baseball movie about an Orioles, a baseball book about an Orioles pitcher, and we're gonna. It doesn't come out till January. I got a cool little advanced copy. Okay. They sent me the physical yeah. book, and it says not for sale till January first. Nice, an advanced reader's copy. So I feel pretty special. I get to read that early, and we'll have Mark on probably around Christmas. Oh, nice. We'll do a little book talk. A uh, book talk. Everybody comes to this podcast for book talk, right? 
Yeah. If we get some more readers, we'll, we'll start our own we, little book club on the side. I know. I think back to like the COVID shows where there were no sports and we just talked about life and those were so much fun. And now it's like the Orioles are so excited and we go an hour and we don't need to do any, um, any other topics we don't do small talk to get the show started because there's orioles stuff going on we don't do what's the uh three strikes thing we used to do yeah off topic kind of three things that. Yeah, that interest us that week we'll bring that back on the off season but it's been so special to have this oriole season yeah i completely agree all right well you can tell us you know what you enjoy about the show either on topic or off topic by writing us a review on iTunes. Right. As long as it's not about, as long as it's not about computers beeping or the way I pronounce the names, any other feedback is welcome. You can make those feedbacks, but just give us five stars while you do it. All right. Um, Yeah. You also, Josh, you got more shirt designs up every day. I assume. Uh, Yeah. Are you still down with that? You, you run out of players at some point, don't you? No. uh, Some designs have scaled back a little bit. Because the uh, orders are scaling back because baseball season is coming to a close. Yeah, I have a couple Christmas designs in the work okay. works that will probably launch in uh, October, mid October to get ready for the Christmas season. I've got some Raven stuff up there that I like a lot. Have you already prepared your Grace Rodriguez something with gas cans shirt yet or no? I have not yet, but we'll have that before the season definitely. Yeah. All right. I definitely, as soon as the rumors start for whatever guys we're trading and collecting, I will start working on those designs as well. Yeah. I see you're wearing the Mateo shirt today. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. The flash. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I do like, I do like the player caricature shirts. I think they're a lot of fun. And uh, there may, there will be a new one of those for the Christmas season. Nice. Yeah, look at Josh taking care of you for Christmas, playing Santa over there. Uh, you can follow us all on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at section three three six. You can hey, follow are you Josh still TikToking? Huh? Are you still TikToking? You know, I gotta post them. I make these videos on my phone, and then I never put them on TikTok. I gotta start putting my videos on TikTok. All right. I, I, I I'm thinking about doing the TikTok thing. Okay. So, and I think maybe the hurricane might be a good time to start. Yeah, yeah. You should tick You should TikTok your preparations. And then TikTok, what happens, you know, when I wouldn't mind a live looking at the grocery stores, like what would the Florida grocery stores looking like if you go in there, maybe a quick TikTok of the shelves. TikToks, TikToks of the shelves. Yeah, just some updates of your hunkering down. TikTok when the power goes out. TikTok of like the bathtub filled with water or whatever they tell you to do. Yeah, of you guys huddled all together in the uh, the closet. Okay. Yeah. All right, we'll see. Are you going to line the sandbags around your house? I want all those TikToks. Uh, I, my condo's on the second floor, so I think I'll be all right there. Oh, that's good news. The garage could flood. This podcast studio could flood. But okay. I'll just move the electronics up if necessary. The people on the first floor might come up and try to attack you. Are you prepared with some kind of physical defense? Um, yeah, I live in Florida. Okay, fair I'm enough. Good. Okay. Not it. All right. Well, I'm sure you have a, uh, never mind. I'm not going to go politics. I'm not going to go politics. <laughs> You're trying to beat me. Not uh, going to do it. Not going to do it. No. I also wonder about the alligator farm that's not too far away from here. What happens when it floods? Oh, that's my, alligators on the loose, perhaps. <laughs> that's my, that would be my uh, horror movie. I'd write. Okay. We got a pig on the loose over here in our neighborhood. No one wants to claim to it and just kind of wanders around. Have you seen so, it? No, but my neighbors have seen it. And they said uh, no one knows who it belongs to. Just Weird. wanders around. I remember when I went to Alabama for a wedding, I was driving down the road and there was just a herd of pigs just running down the road, completely wild. Oh, yeah. It's, it's weird. just a single pig. The south, the south is weird. Yep, that's for sure. All right, boys and girls, follow me on Twitter at Section336. You can follow Josh on Twitter. At Josh Soroka. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's and go Ravens.
this week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. The Venture X card from Capital One gives you premium travel benefits. Perfect for seeing Taylor Swift The Eras Tour. Presented by Capital One. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and 10 times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.